fix it. We can't change it. We think about ourselves as if ourselves were over there, over here, over here, but as if there are two of us or three of us. You know, we talk to ourselves, or we have inner battles where there's some voice that we think is us and another voice that we think is us. Um, so, it's uh, clearly a part, an essential part of this practice of dana paramita, of giving, to completely receive our experience, receive information, and then be very clear about what our experience is, and recognize that our experience, by the time we experience it, we can't change it. It's, it's already a given. So one side of giving is receiving. It's just re even just receiving this breath or receiving an experience. And the other side of giving is completely letting go. And it's not letting go of uh, the experience, really. It's letting go of any attachment we have to it. An attachment can be either holding on to it or resisting it. Or it can be attachment to confusion about it. So if you pay close attention to your experience as you sit, you'll find these things, these things come up. And you need to sort them out. And you need to sort them out, not in the sense of analyzing them, but in the sense of seeing clearly just what it is and letting go of anything that's extraneous. anything that you're adding on to it, or anything that is a voice from the past, or anything that is just some fantasy. Someone told me recently they were breaking up with their uh, partner, and they thought it was a good thing because they really liked their fantasy life with this person, but they didn't like their real life. <laughs> with this person. And so the decision to be with this person was really to buy into delusion. The only way that they could have a good time with this person would be to continue to cultivate a fantasy, which was kind of the whole reason they got into the relationship to begin with. But actually, they could, couldn't stand themselves and couldn't stand the other person, really. <laughs> couldn't stand themselves together. So it's kind of interesting. We get ourselves sometimes, you know, sucked in very quickly uh, into a whole fantasy life. And it may take a lot of work, a lot of time on the cushion, a lot of time being very careful and looking at what 
is really happening. So every once in a while, Hanshan goes down from the mountain to check out, you know, is he living a fantasy life? Maybe he is. So he has to go down and find out what's happening. I came once to sit on Cold Mountain and lingered here for 30 years. Yesterday I went to see relatives and friends. Over half had gone to the Yellow Springs. Bit by bit, life fades like a guttering lamp, passes on like a river that never rests. This morning, I face my lonely shadow, and before I know it, tears stream down. So this, he's doing this practice, facing his lonely shadow. When you sit, you face your lonely shadow. In my house, there is a cave, and in the cave, there is nothing at all. His house here is his body. In this body, there is big mind. Big mind, nothing at all. In the cave, nothing at all. In this body, there is big mind, the cave. And in the cave is nothing at all, pure and wonderfully empty resplendent, with a light like the sun. A meal of greens will do for the old body. A ragged coat will cover this phantom form. Let a thousand saints appear before me. It could also be a thousand demons. <laughs> I am the Buddha of heavenly truth. This is a realization when you are 100% accepting yourself. You are the Buddha of heavenly truth. Just like Banke is saying, this, everyone, everyone is Buddha mind, unborn Buddha mind. Completely receiving the breath, completely letting go of the breath. This is practice of big mind. And all the hundreds of thousands of little twitches and twists and tangles and knots along the way is also the practice of big mind. Without tangles and twists, you have no experience of big mind. And without big mind, you have no experience of tangles and twists. So that's basically what we're talking about with form is emptiness, emptiness is form. So cultivating the mind that forgives, letting things be is simply to receive and simply to let go. And don't forget, you really need to forgive yourself to forgive someone else. I had, uh, it, for, for me, I left home when I was, I couldn't wait to leave home when I was 18. Actually, I'd left home psychologically, well, 
many times. <laughs> my, my family of origin, I had a running battle with my father when I started when I was, I really started when I was about five years old. And uh, from the time, you know, I thought he was a real bullshit guy from the time I was five years old. And, uh, and still he was just a very loving person. You know, he did a lot of wonderful things uh, for me. But still, it was always, you know, I couldn't accept him. Um, completely, anyway. And so, then, it took me many, 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 many years of <laughs> Zen practice and everything else before I could actually just say to myself, I forgive you. I mean, I didn't go up to him and say, why would I go up to him and say, I forgive you? I don't, I don't hit him with that. That implies that there's something that he did wrong. Actually, he was just himself, doing the best he could. But um, so now I just say, I love you. I don't have to say, I forgive you. I just say, I love you. But it took me a long time to be able to do that. Um, and it was work here. It was not something I, I had to give up thinking I could change him. I had to give up thinking I could change myself. I was all screwed up, you know? So I couldn't even blame my father anymore. I had to give up the right to blame him before I could completely accept myself and then express forgiveness. Um, and I think we all have that kind of an experience with someone someone who's important to us, or maybe a number of people. Um, this is dana, the perfection. Perfection actually is a connotation of completely crossing over. Paramita means crossing over. So completely going from this side in which you have divided mind and you're blaming and judging to actually letting go of it all. And you can't let go of it until you see what it is. So, just see what it is. And then, as your breath goes out, let it go. Are there any questions or comments? Yeah? Would you mind repeating the four stages of letting go? Just briefly, I remember there were a few words. Yeah, first, um, is acknowledgement. So that's accepting your present experience, just accepting your experience. Secondly, giving it a little blessing. Some people may say that's adding something extra. But a lot of times, you're not, it's kind of a test. Are you completely accepting it? Well, if you say, I love this experience. <laughs> I love this thought. I'm completely friends with this thought. That's that little blessing. Um, a lot of our practice is just making friends with our own thoughts. And then, uh, relinquishment. Letting go. That's third. And fourth is the end of letting go complete peace, okay? 
Everything's gone. Anything else? Exactly. Yeah. So that's your experience in. Your experience is non-acceptance. Your experience is non-acceptance. And so how you deal with it is you, you, um, you face it. And as uh, Hanshan talks about this lonely practice of being, just being there, um, and realizing that you're all kind of knotted up. Or maybe you have an isolated knot, or maybe you're a mass of knots. Um, how do you begin? And I think uh, all you can do is begin with the most, uh, kind of the noisiest, or the most painful knot, the non-acceptance, and just just look at it. And don't try to change it. Don't try to get rid of non-acceptance even. Just be with non-acceptance. You can be with non uh-oh, if you can be with non-acceptance, that's acceptance. Right? That immediately changes it. That's really all that we can do in our in our whole life. That's really the, the fundamental choice we have, whether to be with it or not. Yeah. Any? So when you talk about the blessing phase of this, blessing that thought that comes up, mm-hmm. what you're really saying is being with that thought. Mm-hmm. Because I can't, there's some thoughts that I have that I don't really approve of, and I'm not going to bless it, and I can't fight that way. <laughs> I can acknowledge them and say, mm-hmm, you know, well, maybe then I can be with them after they're acknowledged. When you did that, you did, well, all right, you kind of squirmed a little, yeah. So watch that little squirming, you know. And that's and then can, then you have to be with your squirming, your 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 tendency to just shift a little bit away from whatever you don't like. And actually, you you had so it makes make kind of layers and layers, making friends with that tendency to squirm away from this or that. Does, by blessing it, I mean uh, making peace with it. You may not like it, but can you, can you make peace with it? And that's seeing how you're squirming and seeing if you can do a little less squirming. Can you just be there without squirming? Um, and then can you be there with your squirming? Okay, you're squirming. Okay, now, don't judge it. Just say, I'm, okay, this is interesting. You know, this is, what is it? Where did this come from? It may, it may feel involuntary, you know. It may be such an old habit or something. You don't even know where it came from, but there you are doing it. And so this is always returning to center and returning to the breath as we tend to 
shift this way and that in our body and mind. Yeah, anyone else? Okay. It's good work to do. And uh, I congratulate you on all on your courage. Beings are numberless. 